Okay, everyone, welcome back to Shiur Manchei Vesalavavis. Just want to remind our listeners that all feedback, comments, suggestions, ideas should be sent to this email address, dbitachin at gmail.com. That's D as in David, B-I-T-A-C-H-O-N at gmail.com. So we were up to, we're in the middle of the Chavis Alvavis Shara Bitachin and the Psichan introduction. We're in the middle of going through the different strengths that the Baal Bitachin, one that trusts and relies on in Hashem, has over the Baal Alchemia, the alchemist. And we're up to the third Milo, the third strength. So the paragraph that we're going to read now starts with the word Vihashlishi and the third. Here we go. Okay, Vihashlishi and the third Milo, the third strength that the Baal Bitachan has. Kibal Akimio, the alchemist, he does not trust and entrust his secret to anyone else aside from himself. Doesn't let anyone know about what he's doing, his methods, his science, his theory, his practical work. From fear on his nefesh, on his soul, on his life. Meaning that the work of the Baal he tries to keep a secret to himself because if other people find out what he's doing and how he does it, then finish. So, you know, his, his trait is going to go haywire. It's going to be hefker. It's going to be free for anybody to take. And, uh, and that's it. And, and now everyone has that secret. And he himself won't have from what to live on, right? They're going to take his means. They're going to take, you know, all the tools that he uses. The market will be, you know, uh, flooded with requests. And, you know, prices might go up in terms of, of what, uh, you know, to, to, to buy those tools. They might not be available for him. And, uh, and that's it. He's gonna, he might go out of business, right? It also might be that just the whole economy in general, gold and silver, everything might just go straight down the tubes and be worthless if everyone can produce uh, gold and silver. It might not become valuable anymore. Um, that's the way I understand it. Okay, now, now he continues. However, one that trusts, relies on Hashem. He is not afraid of anyone concerning his bitachan. It's not a secret. To the contrary, Avil whom is spotter boy, he glorifies himself with it. He shows it off. Showing it off doesn't mean like a Balgaiva, but like that, that's his stolz, that's his pride. He walks around that that's his uh, the emblem, you know, the stamp of who he is. Like David who was the epitome of the Baal Bitochen, says in Tehillim Kapitel Nunvav, Pasikibes, Belikim Batahti in Hashem and God I trust. Loi Iro, I do not fear. Ma yase odam li. What will a person do to me? What will a person do to me? What can a person do to me? Um, I, I have bitachin. No one can do anything to me. Everything is from Hashem. Whatever he decides will happen, will happen anyways. And he's always doing what's best for me. No one can harm me. No one can do anything to me. So this is sort of like, you know, going from just in general, that Bobby Tachin lives in a totally different reality. You know, it's, it's not applicable to be afraid of giving up his secret, so to speak, of Bitochen. Right? So what? So let everybody know about it. Let people try. Who, who cares? There's no relevance to harming him in any way, shape, or form. And in general, no one can harm him in any way, shape, or form. It's all Hashem. Everything is Hashem. Everything is divine providence. And therefore, he has absolutely no fear, no concern, no anxiety 
from each and every person that walks the face of the earth. Let's continue. For VE and the fourth mile of the fourth strength of the Baal, we talking over the Baal, Kimia over the alchemist is Kibala Kimia, the alchemist, Ena Nimlot, Mehazmin, Mehazov, the Akesef, Harbe, Sarka. He is not saved from preparing a lot, a large quantity of gold or silver for a time when he'll need it. Oi, or what will he do? Shaloyazmin, Mehem Klum, he will not prepare at all from it. Rather, what is absolutely necessary for the time being. So the, the Balakimia, he's operating in either one of two ways. Either he prepares a lot, right? Let's say maybe he won't have his tools later on. He won't be able to produce, you know, his alchemy work. So he prepares a lot of gold and silver as the result of his present work. So that later on, if he doesn't have time, the means to produce, he'll have money. Or he says, no, I want to just have exactly what I need for now, and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, produce more each and every time that I need it. Uh, we'll, we'll see, obviously, why he would want to do that very soon. Then Yasmin, if he's going to do uh, the first way, he's going to prepare a lot, so that is a fault, and, and, and therefore why he should do a little. What's the fault? He's going to be forever afraid for his life. Maybe the gold will get lost, Maybe the silver will get lost, right? One so common to have banks in the olden days, you know, the, 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 the fairy tale stories, so to speak, that we hear about uh, treasure chests were actually not, not, not such a weird thing. I mean, how did they keep their things safe? They had bolts, and, and so they buried treasure. These, these things were, were, were normal at one point in time. The above us obviously is talking about a long time ago. Um, but he's worried it's going to get lost. Uh, for, you know, the Siba, you know, just any Siba Zaveda. His heart won't be quieted. His soul won't find peace, won't rest. I think these are two different terms. Um, but let's finish the sentence first. From his fear, a love on him, from the king and the nation. Because the alchemy work was illegal. That's it. Apparently that's what it was. It was, uh, it was illegal. Although that's not, that's not really what he's focusing on right now. If you look at the Pierce of the Lave type, which I have, it seems like people target wealthy people. People uh, are jealous of wealthy people. People might steal from him. Um, the king might decide for whatever reason to tax him tremendously. Uh, people may, may, may target them. May target him. Later on, he's going to say that it's illegal, that the work that he's engaging in actually is illegal. And that's another reason to be afraid from the king and his people. But that's not the focus right now. Uh, now, now, again, I wanted to just uh, analyze these two terms. Uh, so there's a difference between these two. Obviously, he's not just saying redundancy. He's not, he's not just uh, putting out anything random over here. Each thing is precise and, and uh, purposeful. So I, I think, that this is my impression, that is saying an internal uh, reaction, that anxiety, right, for a person to have anxious thoughts, that's in the heart. That's internal. Right? You don't necessarily see that outside. Now, even if you do, but we're talking about an internal reaction. Then, this is used in, the word sanuach is used in context of, of, of external, of a person actually doing something based on his anxiety, running around, not finding rest, not finding menucha, being in gullus, right? But sanuach is saying the effects externally that you see from the internal, he won't be sanuach nafshay, he's going to be, Constantly wandering around, 
uh, his soul won't find peace. That's uh, that's uh, that's let's uh, know I believe. Okay, let's keep on reading. Vim loyazmin mayhem. If he does not prepare from them, rather to fill his lack for a small amount of time, right? If he only prepares a little bit, not a lot, so that has a problem. That is a chasaron. Maybe the means, the tools of his trade will be lacking at a time when he will need it greatly. For whatever reason, the, his tools will be held back from him. They won't be on the market. They will, they'll be scarce. He won't be able to produce the gold and silver. And now he doesn't have panasa. And this guy is not a carpenter. He's an alchemist. So he's left uh, helpless. <laughs> he's left He's left penniless. It's someone that trusts relies on in Hashem. He's talking is strong in Hashem. And this also has the connotation of the word emuna. Emuna is a lashon of emun of like we said about the Hiyad of Emuno, when Shabbat Noel stands up, we're strong, they were steadfast. That's Emuno, Emuno is steadfastness. He believes in Hashem with a steadfastness. He trusts in Hashem with, with chazak, with strength. Sheyatif oisai kertzainai, that Hashem will provide for him sustenance as he wills it. Ve'es sheyetzeh, at the time that he wills it. Kuvmakam sheyetzeh, and at the place that he wills it. No particular situation will cause him a lack. It's all dependent and directly dependent on Hashem Himself. The same way that Hashem provides sustenance for the uber, the embryo, the baby in his mother's stomach that has no way of providing for himself. And the egg, I'm sorry, the, the baby bird, uh, in the in the egg. foolishly There's no open place to go inside the egg, and yet. The bird is sustained, the menu uh, from it. Davim uchutza at outside. No, the outside can't enter inside, but Hashem provides within the egg the sustenance. The oif ba'avir and the bird in the sky, it provides its prey, its food. Ba'adogim ba'mayim and the fish in the in the sea, right? They don't go for jobs, but Hashem makes sure that they have food to eat. Ba'namolak tanim chalishusa the weak, right? The weak ant, the weak small ant, even with its weakness, Hashem provides its food. And to illustrate that it's not dependent on personal strengths, wisdom, capabilities, the butter will be lacking the food from the lion, who we would think is the strongest, the most capable of all the animals, not like the fish, the bird. With his strength, at certain times, it will be lacking his food. Like the Pasuk relates to us, and tell him Kapitel Amadal, Pasagidal, Kfirim, lions, Roshu, Evu, they go to sleep hungry, they don't have their, their food. The Dershi Hashem but those that seek Hashem, they will never be lacking any goodness. The Omar and Mishli, it says, Kapitel Yud, Pasag Gimel, Layariv Hashem Nefesh Tzadik. Hashem does not hunger the soul of a Tzadik. The Omar, Nahar Yisi, I'm a young person, Gamzakant, even when I was old. The later Isi Tzadik Nezlev had never saw a Tzadik abandon the Zarei Mavakashloch and his children asking for bread. Now, I want to focus on, on these last two Psukim and Mishlei, and not, not on the Pasuk in general, but on the terminology that's being used over here. And that's the word Tzadik. We, we might have mentioned this in passing before, 
But now it's time to expound on this a little bit more deeply. And it's going to change our whole picture, I believe, of, of how we look at a tzaddik. So the, the first thing that we notice is that we're in the middle of Shabbat Bitochen. The subject matter is Bitochen, trust, reliance in Hashem. And all of a sudden, there's this word thrown in here, tzaddik, to describe a Baal Bitochen. So where does that come in? We're talking about a Baal Bitochen. Tzaddik is obviously a very holy person, but what does that have to do with a Baal Bitochen? That's obviously the, the question. So, so we, the first thing that we see is that it does. I mean, the, the, the what that we see over here, and it, 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 it states here, obviously, that a Baal and a Tzaddik are synonymous. The question is why. The question is why. So our view of a Tzaddik, right, the, our superficial view of a Tzaddik is someone that's righteous, right? He does the mitzvahs, he's learning Torah, he's, he's, he's doing things to the max, right? He's, he's really um, fulfilling his capabilities. And this is not baseless. The... The, the Rambam says, right? Everyone's able to be a tzaddik like Moshe Rabbeinu. The way people explain this is that obviously Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest Navi and he was the most humble person that ever existed. And anyone that says not is a kaifer because it's a pasuk. It's a pasuk that Moshe Rabbeinu was the most humble person. One of the Rambam's 13 principles of faith is that Moshe Rabbeinu was and always will be the greatest prophet that ever existed, Right? Is, uh, this is based on that uh, most uh, belief of a Navi comes from the fact that another Navi testified that the latter Navi is a Navi. Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevoah, the belief in his Nevoah, comes from a totally different source, and that's that we saw with our own eyes. There was a revelation at Mount Sinai, at, at Sinai, that Hashem came to speak to Moshe Rabbeinu, so he doesn't need anyone's testimony. Hashem himself, so to speak, testifies for Moshe Rabbeinu, and that's... Uh, something that we were witness to, 600,000 people, it's a national conscience, no one denies it, even all the other major religions uh, um, testify to it, and that's because it's true and it's undeniable. Uh, <clears throat> now, this is not a seminar on Amunah, I'm just, uh, you know, this is just, a, we're, we're speaking about Meishabin, we're just mentioning this. But at the same time, a person could be a tzaddik like Meishabin, so what does that mean? So they, they explain that this means that a person, if he uses his full potential, so that's like Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu used his full potential to serve Hashem. If we use our full potential to serve Hashem, we're also able to be a tzaddik like Moshe Rabbeinu. So this also lends credence to the definition that tzaddik just means, in general, a righteous person. Um, but, but tzaddik is, 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 is much more specific than that. And we'll see it's not even a contradiction to the general definition. It's just that it, it, it's a lot, it's a lot more, there's a lot more depth to it than that. We know that Chazal say that when uh, in Makkah, at the end of Makkah, it says that I, I, I don't remember who it was, it was Chizkiah. Um, he, he wanted to be Maimed the whole Torah al Regal Achas. I'm sorry, I don't know if that was Lashon. The point is that he wanted to, to, to the, the, the Gemara goes through different ways of condensing the Torah into certain core principles. You know, as the, as the basis, the, the general rule, so to speak, of the whole Torah, of all the mitzvahs. And it comes out at the end of the day with one thing. I'm sorry, And he was maimed, he established the whole Torah, everything, all Torah mitzvahs, all 630 mitzvahs, all of it is on one rule. The one So again, a tzaddik believes in his faith, right? So 
No, I'm sorry, he, li- he lives with his faith. But this also obviously, you know, promotes the connotation of the word amuna, meaning that amuna uh, is steadfastness. You don't just, it's not just a concept. You live by it. It's, it's, it's very real by you. Um, right. So the Tariq Bermunasa Yechia, which means that the, 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 obviously this has to do with Tzadik. It's not just random that we say a Tzadik is the one that's Bermunasa Yechia. And the point of the Torah is to be Bermunasa Yechia, to live with Amunah. Obviously, we're also saying that this really defines, this is definitive of what a tzaddik is. So we really have to go back to a little bit basics, which we spoke about earlier, way back when. This was our introduction to the whole learning that we're doing here, that the whole point of life really is to come to Tzvekus. And the translation that we have of that in Eilam is Bitachan. And anyone that wants to you know, go into that more in depth, so please listen to our first episode that we have in this, in this series. Uh, the introduction to the whole limud over here, which talks about this at length. So once we once we establish that the core, you know, point, the goal of the Torah is to come to closest to Hashem, and and the way that we relate to that now, you know, what we said from the Ramban and the Chavis in another place in the Meshach Chachma, that's that's all about bitachon. Bitachon is not just about, you know, it's not just simply trusting, relying on Hashem, but it's part of that, and 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 the point of that is to make Hashem real by you. Hashem is the most real reality, and there's nothing aside from Hashem. So, the, so that that's really you know described by the words The more and more a person lives with that amuna, that and and living with that amuna, the a more mature translation of that is that Hashem is the reality. He's really where life is at. He is really the basis of all life, and that's what life is. It's Hashem. Hashem is the real, true reality. That's and if a person lives with that, he lives in that. That's a tzaddik. That's a truly righteous person. That's a person, even in the classic definition of tzaddik being righteous. That's a person that's really getting it. He's really, really living his avodah the way it's supposed to be. That's a true tzaddik. That's a true righteous person. He's he's he's, he's Directing his whole Avedis Hashem for the true purpose of what Avedis Hashem is about. Tzaddik also comes from the word Sedek, which means just, right, like what's supposed to be. That is what's supposed to be. That's the purpose of Kalaterakula. A person living with his Amuna, he's justly living the Torah. He is correct in, in, in what is the real reality, what life is really supposed to all be about, which is living with Hashem and, and recognizing and living with the reality that the only reality is Hashem. So that's the Tzadik V'amunasa Yechia. And now we can understand, because B'tachan is synonymous with this, B'tachan is, the, is the, the, the most effective and true way of promoting the reality of Hashem, really acting according to this, that Hashem is so real and that you can re- even rely on Hashem. That's why the Tachan and the title Tzaddik go together. They're not two different things. They're the same thing. And the Chavis of Abbas could even bring a Pasuk saying, and that's how he's describing a Baal B'tachan, by saying, because a Tzaddik is a Baal B'tachan. So I think that's a fascinating concept. It's an eye-opener. It's very important to have this, uh, this, this truth in mind as you just in basic Judaism, what, what, what is a true tzaddik? That's what a true tzaddik is. I saw some from Shem Shem Pinkus. I just want to finish this thought with this uh, 
but this that I saw from Shem Shem Pink is he brings um, on the tefillah that we say every day in Pesukah de Zimra, right? It says, it says, L'cha Hashem Agdulo V'agdulo V'atfaris V'anitzach V'ahoyd. And then it says, uh, it says one second. It says, Ki chol b'ashamayim v'oretz. L'cha Hashem HaMamlocha. Now, these things are all midas. These are all traits, so to speak, they describe the spheres. These are Kabbalistic concepts, but simply put, these are ways that we relate to Hashem in terms of his actions that we see being done in this world. And that's really the relationship that we have with Hashem. We only relate to him by what we see him do in this world. That's why we call Hashem a Rachum, even though you can't describe a title to Hashem. And for sure, we're not, we're not saying, you know, his essence. We have no relationship to his essence at all. We, it's completely beyond our human understanding. But what we can relate to is this, that he does acts that we relate to as merciful, as Rahmanis, or he does acts that we relate to as Gvura, right, as like Din, strength, etc. So these different titles, Gdulo, Gvura, Tfaras, Netzachoy, these are all different uh, titles of the way we relate to Hashem's actions in this world. That's, that's, that's our, our perception of this. And then in the middle, it seems like something awkward. So it says all these, these, these uh, traits, so to speak, right, like the way we explained just before. It says, L'cha that's also a trait, kingship. And then the middle is well, what is this? Right? Because of where, where does that come into? Shamayim and arts. What, what does that have to do with anything? So, you know, without getting into the nitty-gritty, but Shem Shem explains that this itself is also a midah. This is the midah of tzaddik, which corresponds to the midah of Yisoyed. We're not getting into that connection now. But this is the midah of tzaddik. Tzaddik is the midah that's mekasher, that connects bashamayim uva arts. Everything that goes on Shemayim and Arts, it's all one. Connecting the spiritual world, Shemayim, so to speak, and the earthly world, the Gashmiyastik world, Arts, right? The material world, that's, that's the Midah of Tzaddik. Tzaddik is the one that brings out the unity that the whole universe and all its different forms of reality and realms are all one. They're serving one purpose. That's the Midah of Tzaddik. And, and we can begin to start understanding this a little bit better maybe when we start appreciating what it, appreciating what a tzaddik really is a tzaddik is bringing out the reality of hashem of ein as clearly as possible abitochen is a tzaddik once a person makes hashem real in his life so then he starts connecting more to the fact that the only reality really is hashem that's perhaps a, a, a more of a an understanding in this in this tefillah that we say. Now, let's continue further. The next paragraph, we're just going to probably do just one more paragraph today. So, the next paragraph begins, Vachamishi. Let's start, Vachamishi, in the fifth mile, the fifth strength that the Baal Bitochen has over the alchemist. Shabal Akimio, the alchemist, Tachas Yerov Afachat Al Malachtoi. He is under fear and uh, trembling from his work. Whether from great or even small people, right? Significant status people, high up, high rank, and even the lowly people, so to speak, is afraid of everybody. Why? So here we get into the to the point that his his work is actually illegal because he's worried that they're going to to rat on him. They're gonna they're gonna sell him out. They're gonna tell on him. They're gonna cut a deal with the malucha. I know about an alchemist. Maybe give me some reward. Or in general, they'll be jealous of him. They'll just uh, 
they'll sell him out. They'll tell, they'll, they'll, they'll tell on him. And then he's going to be caught. His work is illegal. They're going to throw him into jail. Uh, obviously, he's going to lose everything. But someone that trusts Allah and Hashem, you're to the contrary, even the great high status people will fear him. And the high status people, they're going to be afraid of him. Even animals and stones, inanimate objects, will want to do his will. Like we say in the capital, tell him, which is all about Bitochen, filled with Bitochen, until the end. You look at it, that's what it's talking about. It's talking about how the whole world is beckoning to the call of the of the Baba Tachan, and nothing can stand in his way. Nothing, nothing. Um, the Oimer, and it says in Eid, capital Hey, Pasuk Yates, B'Sheish Tzoris Yatzileka, with six, in six Tzoris I will save you, B'Sheva Le'Yiga B'Choro, the seventh one will not touch you in any way. B'Ro'av Pot Ramimavis, from hunger, I redeemed you from Mavis, Ad Saifa'inyan, until the end of the Subject matter over there. And apparently, apparently the Chavis of Chavis is learning that this is referring to a, a Baba Tachan. Now, you know, he brings the Pasuk in Yeshiv and says, I really feel that this incident can be learned out from, uh, I'm sorry, that this could be learned out from an incident in the Chumash. As we know, the Maisa with Yaakov, you know, the story that happened with Yaakov, you know, that he took the 12 stones and he surrounded himself with them at night he went to sleep and Chazal tell us that the stones gathered they formed into one stone underneath his head because each one was fighting on me that tzaddik should rest his head now that we know what a tzaddik really is a tzaddik is a Baal Bitochen so now we can see that this is what it means even like these words even the stones everyone will respect and and want to do the will of the Baal Bitochen, um, because because that's how the world was was created to be Mashamash the Tzaddik. And Seal Sham explains uh, that that the world was created to serve the Tzaddik, and the Tzaddik by doing his Avedas Hashem by serving Hashem brings up the level of the entire world closer to Hashem. Even the inanimate objects, the entire being, the the entities in the world are brought to a higher level when the Tzaddik is is doing his Avedas Hashem. So that's, I believe, the explanation of this part of the Chavis Alvavis. We're going to stop now. Next time, as we're going to continue with the sixth Maila. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos.